At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good to have you on board here on Sin, Mitch Moss. Matt Eumann's in for Paulie Howard today, live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino. And uh, Mike Palm, Derek Stevens in studio coming up in an hour. They're going to share all the details for the 2021 football contest here at Circa Sports, Circa Millions 3, and Circa Survivor when they're in studio for a full hour. Coming up 60 minutes from now, uh, home run leaderboard update here, Matt. And uh, current odds over at William Hill as uh, Garcia went deep again for the Rangers last night. Can you believe this? No, he has 16 now. No. He's tied with Vladdy at the top. They each have 16. Guerrero is plus 650 this morning to win it. Garcia is 18 to 1. Acuna has 15. Otani is sitting on 15 as well. Each player there plus $7. Devers went yard again last night. He's got 14. He's still 28 to 1. Dare I say a dark horse AL MVP candidate? Actually, on this list, the guy I would bet is Devers. That's the guy who you bet? That's who or I would to bet. bet. Okay. That's, that's who I would bet. If I was making a bet right now and I had was not invested in this market at all, that's the guy I would bet at 28 to 1 odds. Um, the, the thing is, Ronald Acuna Jr., I love the kid as a player. Sure. He's had problems with staying healthy consistently. If you're going to bet a market like this, you want to bet on a guy who you think is going to be able to uh, stay on the field for six months, four more months. Shohei Otani, I think he's going to wear down physically. I could not bet him. I, Guerrero is the, I think, right favorite because he's hitting in a uh, hitter-friendly park. 
he's got all the tools, I think, to uh, to hit 50 home runs this season. But Devers at Fenway, yeah, at 28 to one odds, good lineup. Yeah, I, I actually think at 28 to one, that would be the shot I would take on this list. And you know, you and I have talked a lot on this show, or today or previous weeks about Shohei Otani, and you've got tickets on him. It's hard to knock anything he's done. I just don't know if he can sustain it sure. for four more months because when you're uh, you're trying to work overtime and carry a double load like he that, like he is, it's going to wear you down physically. So I would not bet on him to uh, lead baseball in home runs. Yep. So the, the reason why I have a couple of bets on him to win the MVP is if he does stay healthy, and again, that's a gamble because I don't know if he can, and he does have an injury history, right? Sure. But if the guy does stay healthy, even on a last place team, if he continues to put up, you know, decent offensive numbers and he sprinkles in, you know, four and two thirds every now and now and again, or five strong innings with nine strikeouts, whatever, I feel like just reading who voters who actually are people who have you know, you know, they can have their say and plunk down a vote and a ballot for this award, they're blown away by by what Otani's doing. And so they will give it to him on a last-place team. But again, that's if he sustains like decent numbers throughout the entire year, which, yeah. to your point, is maybe that's not possible. Well, also, the story's going to change a little bit by the media over the over the next four months. Uh, this happens every year. You're going to have writers come out or commentators come out and start making a case for a guy on a winning team. This should be the MVP, not Shohei Otani, who's on an Angels team that's 20 games under 500. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree, but... We'll talk to uh, yeah, Matt Vaskersian about this coming up next. He's calling a bunch of Angels games this year. What does he think about Otani? This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Matinee baseball today. The Chicago Cubs have won three straight in eight of ten. They're a dollar thirty-five road favorite of the Pittsburgh Pirates, who have lost five straight games, seven and a half under the total at PNC Park. Kyle Hendricks for the Cubs, Tyler Anderson for the Pirates. Spencer Howard pitching for Philadelphia today. They're the $1.30 dog at Miami, laying $1.40 with Pablo Lopez on the mound. Seven flat at Lone Depot Park. Shane Bieber for the Indians, $1.74 road favorite at the Tigers. And Matthew Boyd, seven over at Comerica Park. In the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, Carolina looks to close out their series as they visit Nashville as a $1.40 favorite. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet. Every day, we're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Check replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money and Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert Lombardi Line, with VSIN's best bets, downloading the Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers with JVT, Long Shots with Brady and Wes, Gone Racing and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod, all free, available now. 
vcin.com slash podcast, wherever you get your podcast. He's Matt Humans filling in for Paulie Howard. Uh, Mitch Moss along with you as well. We're live in downtown Las Vegas, Circus Sportsbook. As we start this hour talking a little Major League Baseball, and the great Matt Vaskersian joins the program now. Good morning, Matty. How are you today? Good morning, guys. Doing okay. Doing okay. Good to talk to you again. It's been a while. Um, we were just talking about this. I don't know if you heard any of our conversation in the last couple of minutes or not, but you're calling a bunch of uh, Angels games this year. And I've been saying now for a couple of weeks on the program, as I have uh, bet Otani over and over again to win the MVP, Like my whole angle is I think that voters right, are so infatuated with what he's doing. I would say rightfully so. We haven't seen this. Nobody's ever been alive to see somebody do this in this sport, right? Babe Ruth was the last guy to do something like this. That even on a last-place team, if he sustains this type of season, which could be another story, but if he does this for a full year, like he's going to win the MVP, is he not? I can't imagine if he stays the you know the old disqualifier, if he stays healthy. How, yeah. how can you not rationalize it the way you just did. How could any voter look at what he's doing and say he's not the most valuable player in baseball? Every five days on the mound among major league homers in every power category. And by the way, might even win a home run title. Who knows? Um, you know, Joe Madden has been, uh, he, he, he stayed true to what he said early when he said, we're taking the governor off the guy. We're going to let him do what he wants. The only time he isn't in there is when he tells Joe, hey, I need a day. And that hasn't happened very often this year. We were all amazed watching April and May when he would not only hit on days he pitched, but he would hit the day and after, day before and after he pitched as well. So, I mean, he is truly a two-way player, and he is, in my mind, truly the most valuable player in baseball. I don't know how anybody could see it any other way through the first two months of the season. Now, look, there's a chance the performance drops off, but I mean, at bat to at bat, and you mentioned, you know, Mitch, that I'm calling some Angels games. Watching him take four at bats a game, there are times at the plate where he will look so bad and tangled up, and he'll be a three pitch strikeout victim. He'll come back, he'll hit a three run homer in his next plate appearance to win a game. That series in Boston a couple weeks ago when the Red Sox oh. had the Angels down to their last strike being swept. And he homers in the top of the ninth with with a guy on to win the game down to his last strike. I mean, there's stuff like that that just makes you scratch your head. And another Red Sox analogy, I'll date myself here, but remember that pinch hit home run that Bernie Carbo hit in the 75 World Series, how bad he looked to get to 0-2? <laughs> and, yeah. and then he homered. That's Otani. He can look terrible to get to 0-2 and, and then change the game. Yeah. Well, Matt was saying this, Matt Humans was saying this a little bit earlier, could be difficult, though, right, to play a full season and then, like, you're, you're asking a lot out of the guy to do exactly what you just said, right? I mean, go out there maybe every fifth or sixth day and then, you yeah. know, hey, go give us five strong if you can and, you know, strike out seven or eight and hold the team to, you know, zero, one or two runs so we have a chance to win the game. And then, oh, you're going to be batting that day and then every day after that is a great start for the first two months. But sustaining this for a full year, oh, man, it could be a big ask. For sure. And, you know, here's the, the other part of this with the Angels, and the Angels are getting blasted by people once again because, uh, you know, they're sub-500. They're looking up at the rest of the pack. They just leapfrog the Rangers with that series this week. But the, the fact that Trout is hurt uh, and things are, are not terrific there right now is going to change. When, and when Trout comes back, and if Perry Manassian, who is super aggressive, pulls the trigger and gets some pitching help, which he just might do sooner rather than later, then maybe the narrative around the team is more positive. 
maybe the winning comes back there a little bit. And then Otani doesn't have to fight this best of the worst part of the dialogue that's out there now. It, like the cover of Sports Illustrated when Herbeck was on it in 87, I think, and it said best of the worst. I always think of that. And if the Angels win a little bit more, which I think they will, certainly when Trout comes back, then everything's in place for Otani even more so. Mm-hmm. I think he should be the MVP if he stays healthy, what he's done as a two-way player. Uh, but, Matt, you've seen this too, and it's going to be written about baseball writers, commentators. Later in the season, if the Angels are 15, 20 games under five hundred, they're going to start to lobby for a guy on a winning team. Well, as great as Otani's been, the Angels are a losing team. Uh, how about this guy who's on a first-place team? Uh, you're going to eventually hear that. There, there's going to be uh, baseball guys, TV guys, newspaper guys who are going to make a case for other players, and uh, that's inevitable, right? We see that happen every year. Yeah, it's inevitable, and there will be players from those teams that are putting together the kind of years that get that attention. It's not dissimilar from the Cy Young conversation. Mm -hmm. Every year you hear about wins being devalued more and more. And a few years ago, a number of years ago now, when Felix Hernandez won the Cy Young Award without a lot of decisions because all of his peripheral metrics were so good, it kind of changed the way that vote goes. And, And I do think maybe voters are more kind of open to uh, casting their ballot for a guy that doesn't come from a a winning team or a division championship team. But Matt, you're right. There will be those that argue it the other way. And especially with guys like Rafael Devers having a great year, who, by the way, if I had a horse in the game for for a home run title, he's near the top and you still get him at at plus, I think he's plus 2,000, plus 2,500 right now. some of those home run futures are fascinating, by the way. If you if you believe a duelist Garcia, if you believe in him, go for it. Uh, but I need more of a track record guy. Mitch, didn't you have a futures ticket? Didn't you have Vlad at a big number? I got him February or March here at Circa at 45 to 1. Nice bet. We got a pretty wow. decent bet on him. I said the same thing yeah. about Devers. On that list, that would be the guy I would bet. Uh, we were talking about that previous segment. Devers at 28 to 1. I think that's a pretty good price on him when you're talking about home run leaders. Uh, by the way, King Felix that year, he won the Cy Young. Yeah, he was 13 and 12. 13, 13 wins. 12. I mean, yeah. you know, 20, 30 years ago, no chance does a 13 right. win pitcher win that hardware. But these days, with the uh, wins being devalued, it happens now. I yeah. Think, yeah, I think you're spot on. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Matt Humans. Matt Baskerjian is our guest. You know, the perfect example, to piggyback that, is uh, the guy that you uh, were talking about a lot, you know, back in March in uh, spring training to win the NL Cy Young was Corbin Burns. And uh, he was 50-1. to And I got a ticket on him because of you and this awesome start. But look at the the, the Brewers' batters when he takes the hill. He's like a DeGrom light or almost like DeGrom 2.0 because he's great in pretty much every start, Matt. But... (laughs) <laughs> you're losing money if you're betting Corbin Burns this year because the team can't get him any runs. They're two and six in his start. <laughs> Think about that. That's crazy. It's Degrom. It is Degrom light. You said it, and and uh, you know, Mitch. It's funny because even in a Cy Young conversation, uh, Degrom is going to be there for Corbin Burns as well because what he is doing is so otherworldly. He comes off the shelf the other day, strikes out nine over five innings. Ho hum. I'm back. I'm fine. We're going to get him on Sunday night on ESPN, which will be fun against the Braves. 
But as good as Burns has been, DeGrom is going to be there for him to be in the way. And it's going to remind a lot of people, myself included, of uh, the more than one gold glove that Barry Larkin probably could have won had it not been for a guy named Ozzie Smith (laughs) that was clogging up the works every year. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Burns might have to face that for uh, the next couple of years, too. This year, it's certainly relevant because those are the top two contenders for that award. I'd also... I, every time I watch you, Darvish, and you try not to let your eyeball test influence you on this, but it's not just I'm watching Darvish on nights he's dominant. He's just dominant this year, and I'm convinced he could win a game just with sliders. It's, he shapes it so differently, and he, it's such a good pitch for him. He's a guy that I'd have some, uh, I'd have some interest in watching moving forward in a Cy Young conversation, too, because, again, we get back to the team narrative. The narrative around the Padres is super sexy, right? Tatis. Uh, the Padres, the look, everything they do, they're aggressive. They're on national TV for the first time since 98. Like, that's a that's a big story, too. And, and if you're looking for somebody that isn't chalky in the National League uh, Cy Young race, I love Darvish. I think that's a good guy to point out for sure. They're a lot of fun to watch. Let me give you this, Matt, uh, because June 1st is usually like a pretty good indicator of what teams are going to look like at the end of the year. And I found this from uh, Sarah Langs, who is uh, great on on. Twitter, and she also wrote about this on May 31st, 2019, and before that year, that was the season, actually, the Nationals were eight back on June 1st in 2019. They came mm-hmm. back to win the World Series. The first full season in 1996 with at least one wild card in each league after the 95 campaign, uh, 81 of 138 eventual division champions held at least a share of their, their division uh, entering June 1st with the lead. That's 59% of division winners and since 1996, 13 of 24 World Series winners led their divisions entering June. So, like, the Padres lead the National League West right now. Uh, the Padres are in second. The Giants are only, like, a game and a half back, I believe, today in the standings. Like, are you buy- Are you fully buying the Padres at this point? And I know the Giants aren't in first place. They're in third, like I just talked about. But are you buying the Giants long-term this year? Well, in order, yes, I'm completely buying the Padres just because uh, it's not just a bunch of offensive fireworks that have led to a first-place ranking. Their pitching staff is great. Through last weekend, they had the best team ERA in baseball, and that team's never, that franchise has never won a team ERA title. They've got award winners around the infield. Um, Some of the best players on that team are the guys you don't even hear about, Trent Grisham and Jake Cronenworth. They're that deep. The Giants, the Giants have done it in a completely different manner, and their pitching staff has been great, too. I didn't think that Kevin Gosman was going to embrace this role of um, new-age starter uh, as he has. And, yeah, he's more of a traditional starter than not, but they'll still do weird things with guys on that staff that not everybody is good with. They, they've been great, man. The Giants... Uh, are sustainable so long as, and it sounds tired, so long as the veteran core stays healthy. And you've got guys in Belt, Longoria, and Crawford who are all having amazing years at this stage of their career. And if those guys stay healthy, sure, I'll buy the Giants long-term too. But, you know, just like the conversation we had with Otani, we're only in late May. There's a there's kind of a lot of schedule ahead for them. Yeah. What do you think the Cubs should do with the deadline? A lot of talk, you know, coming into the season and even early on, like Bryant's going to be gone. They're going to get rid of him. Well, look at his resurgence this year now all of a sudden, having Mm -hmm. a a borderline MVP year again. And they're right in the thick of this thing, Matt. 
I don't I don't understand the narrative around getting rid of Bryant. Like, yeah. isn't that what every team is trying to do? Like, here's a guy that was homegrown, rookie of the year, World Series winner, uh, MVP. I mean, he's on a very short list of players to win an MVP and a World Series ring in the same year. And yeah, he had a down 2019. He had a really down 2020 for a lot of different reasons, health being chief among them. He's having a great year. In fact, his first six weeks, he had the best first six weeks of a season that he's ever had, including his MVP year. That's a guy you pay. I mean, you have to make an exception at some point and pay a guy. Uh, and if you have to choose between Bryant Rizzo and Baez in, you know, the guys that are remaining from the World Series core, we'll put Contreras to the side because he's not, he's not uh, due yet. But the three guys who are coming due the first, I, I prioritize Bryant and, and Rizzo first. Uh, and Baez is the guy maybe that you make a deal for. I, I can't imagine how they would let that guy go. I just can't. And if they do anything, it's add pitching, just like any team. Add starting pitching. Albert Alzale is good, but he's the only homegrown starter they've had in a long time. If they add a pitcher, they'll be in the race in the second half as well. Mitch was talking about what moves the Cubs might make. How about the Yankees? Corey Kluber is going to be out a couple of months now. We just saw that report. Uh, this morning, Yankees starting pitching has been outstanding. If the Yankees make a move, if a team like the Dodgers make a move, what do you think those teams need, Matt? I, I wonder if the Yankees, Matt, would do something really dramatic, really landscape-shaping, right? Uh, Trevor Story is unlikely to stay a Rocky after the Rockies host the All-Star game. right? Um, and if the Yankees wanted to get in business there, and maybe float their current shortstop. Maybe Glaber is a guy that they could part with now. They're, they're going to have to trade some of the pitching prospects they have to get a guy like that. Everybody wants Clark Schmidt. Um, maybe they do something big because I don't, I don't see the Yankees just making a little toe-in-the-water ad. Uh, they're going to have to chase down the Rays and Red Sox in the second half, and the Rays are, are doggone good. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, Boston's playing much better than anybody thought they would. So I think the Yankees would be a team that could do something a little bigger than what people see coming. Yeah, very good. Love talking to you. Um, is A-Rod in good spirits? <laughs> He's uh, This guy is always in good spirits. Let is me he? tell you. Yeah. Uh, you can, you know, you lose Jennifer Lopez as a uh, long-term companion, and dare I say the guy's been through worse. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> He's doing good. He's, okay. he's getting ready to roll up his sleeves on the uh, Timberwolves, and yeah. he never stops, man. He's yeah. a force. Yeah. Now, now that's yeah, putting it into perspective, actually. That's well said. Yeah. Uh, great stuff, Matt. Love talking to you. Uh, be good. We'll talk soon, okay? Good talking to you guys. See ya. All right, there All you right. go. Matt Vaskersian. Yeah, he's probably right. Been yeah. through worse. J-Lo's great, but I, I will say this. Looks like she could be high maintenance. What gives you that idea? I don't know, Mitch. Mm. i tell you this, though. I mean... Do you think shakes off a relationship? I think it'd be ending pretty... quicker. A Rod or Paul Howard? Well, that's that's a no brainer. That's Paulie. Um, I think uh, age is no is just a number for J Lo. I actually I'm embarrassed to say this, but uh, I saw a J Lo show on the Las Vegas Strip about five years ago. I bet it was good. I was actually blown away how great she was and how yeah. good she looked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, up next, we'll explain why today's a huge day on this show. Contest updates, Circus Survivor, millions coming up.
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature. Rush pay, get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, the phone number is 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Not valid in Iowa. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans. Paulie's out today. A big t- uh, day today on the program as uh, Mike Palm and Derek Stevens are going to be in studio Coming up in 35 minutes, we had them for a full hour today, and we're going to go over everything with uh, Circa Millions 3 and Circa Survivor. Last year, they exceeded expectations because 
of the pandemic, and they had no idea how many people were going to get to town. And uh, I think August absolutely exploded for them. And they eventually got, what, more than 3,000 for Circa Millions? That's and, hard to believe because everybody, everyone thought there was going to be an overlay in that contest, and there was not. Never happened. Great job by Derek and his team to market the contest and get the word out there. And, you know, we did a lot of that on VSIN, too, talking sure. about it constantly. You know, it's interesting. I'm not sure when the last time was you were at McCarran Airport here in Vegas, but you walk out. Derek is um, sparing no expense to uh, promote Circa, Stadium Swim, the sports book. Uh, there's Circa advertising all over the place. Yeah. Let's compare the last time that we were at McCarran. You were flying where? Uh, let's see. San Diego. Oh, I thought you went to Maui. Hmm. I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The last time I was at McCarran, I was flying That's to right. Wisconsin. But it was good to go back there and see family for a few you know, days. Aaron Rodgers, Maui, Wisconsin. There's a connection there. There is. They're very he, similar. Rodgers has been hanging out in uh, Maui and not reporting to Green Bay, to OTAs. Yep. Equally beautiful. Anyway, so knowing nothing, because yeah. I promise you we're going to all go in fresh, and when Derek and uh, Mike Palm drop the details later on today, it's all going to be, we're going to hear it for the first time like you guys are. Uh, my guess for Survivor is going to be 4999 and a half. Mm. Like, will it touch 5000 Mm. And then uh, my guess for millions would be uh, 2999 and a half to come back a little bit from last year. Because I think Circa's, I think Survivor's going to be more popular. But again, this is based on payout structure. I could be way off, and depending on what Derek decided to do at the very end and his team here at Circa Sports, uh, I could be way low. I could be a little bit, I doubt I'm high. I, I don't think I'm going to be high. I could right. be way low on both, and I could be way wrong. Maybe, maybe I should expect five, 6000 for millions this year. I don't know. I would probably take the over in the millions contest, over 3,000. Yeah, okay. It's probably a low number. I admit that. But I think Derek might have the structure set up where he makes the Survivor a little bit more attractive because Derek Stevens loves the Survivor contest. Oh, man. That was one of my most memorable segments on the show last year when he came in and uh, he had his whole big board, and he talked about survivor theory yeah. and angles to play. Color-coded chart. Did it he was, have that? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. But to throw everybody for that loop last year when they said Thanksgiving is its own separate week, and then to still have that many people at the end, though, split the survivor was, I don't know, I know Paulie and I think, I think Palm also, they thought last year was a fluke. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't want to get names mixed up anyway. But because of uh, the the poor records and the the bet, you know, just betting against the Jets and the Jaguars every single week. Mm-hmm. Well, there are a lot of people who got burned too by betting against the Jaguars in the first week. And in fact, uh, Brent Musburger is one of the guys who got knocked out in Week One of Survivor because he played the Colts at Jacksonville. Yeah. How many contests do you plan on being in this year? I don't really know. I haven't thought about it too much, but I'll probably be in the Golden Nugget contest. Tony Miller is going to bring back the uh, challenge that combines. NFL and college football handicapping. I expect to be in the uh, Westgate Super Contest and the Circa Millions, so at least three. And uh, we'll see what Station Casinos does uh, because Chuck Esposito told me uh, they were going to roll out maybe a new contest this year. But you play the last man standing over there? Uh, I have played that college contest in the past. Yeah, I have to yeah. get into that every single year. Uh, that's a good one. That's under the radar here in Las Vegas. Last Man Standing yeah. is a great contest. And I'm not, I'm not saying that because I won it back in 2006. I think I would play it every year anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to do Survivor? Uh, probably not. Probably not. That's not your cup of tea. Or nah, your, that's not, not your really. glass of whiskey, huh? Nope. No. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. <laughs> it's not my shot of whiskey. 
I can't. I, I, well, I, I prefer the season-long millions contest where I think your skills as a handicapper um, probably withstand the test of time a little bit better. I, I think the better handicapper you are, the better chance you would have over 18 weeks. All right, we'll go over our in-pocket plays, what we're betting today. We'll recap uh, yesterday's action, and I know Matt's going to have some golf plays and definitely uh, some NBA plays tonight as well. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right, here we go, baby. Let's do this. In-pocket plays recapping yesterday's action. Red Sox got there as a winner after a very lengthy rain delay. But they came back to get the win against the Braves last night, minus 116. Updated baseball record here on the program. 19, 13, and 1, plus 8.27 units. Not a lot of plays. No, not a lot of plays on the baseball season so far. I had a lot for the first month, six weeks of the season, Mm -hmm. and then uh, dialed it back a little bit. It's tough. I mean, I'll tell you. You know, the, the guys who do this for a living and bet sports every single day and concentrate on you know, one sport at a time, that's the way you do it. Because, you know, we obviously talk a lot about and watch a lot of hockey and basketball and everything else. And once those sports come around, I get, I find myself drifting over there as well. And when things are going well in baseball, maybe I should just stick with baseball for a little while longer. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, but also if you're not running hot in a sport and you're putting your total focus into that and you're not doing well, it's nice to have another sport you're handicapping at the same yeah. time that hopefully you're winning in too. So Very true. Um, I... I like to be versatile as a handicapper. Uh, you know, we all have areas that we feel like we have some expertise in, or a little bit more talent to handicap again. Yep. Uh, um, two bets I made so far in the. I'm end. like you though. I've been very conservative with baseball plays early in the yep. season. I probably have about the same number as you. Typically, mm. I play a lot more, but like you, I've, I've had fewer uh, here in the first couple months. Oh, and I'll, and I'll, I think on the show too. The reason why I did this is because. In the first, like, 25 days of the season, we had numerous day games every single day. Right. And so, I don't know if, I, I honestly, I don't know if I was betting more day baseball at the time uh, early on the show or not, but I know it was great to have that many day games every single day to get home and watch stuff, and now, I think it was, like, since the end of late April, whatever, they kind of bumped that back. I want, like, three or four day baseball games every day of the week. Sure. In a perfect world, that would be my... Uh, anyway, tonight, Heat minus one first quarter and minus one for the first half. And I do have uh, Tom Thibodeau pending 16-1 to for Coach of the Year. How do you feel about that? I feel pretty good. I don't feel amazing. There's certainly a shot where Monty Williams can win it. But I I, th- I think he's going to win. I, feel, I, I think Thibodeau like wins. It feels like a coin flip to me. I know a yeah. lot of people are, a lot of people in the media seem to think that it's going to tilt Tibbs' way. Um, I don't know. We'll ask JVT. He's coming up here shortly. I would probably vote for Tibbs. But it's hard to uh, it's hard to knock what uh, Monty Williams done with the Phoenix Suns too. Yeah, here, here I think was a good indication for me. Mm-hmm. You know, in that ESPN poll when they had uh, every one of their experts pick sure. uh, which team's going to advance. It's a pick 'em series, man. They had 16 people pick all these series. The Knicks Hawks Hawks to pick 'em. 
14 people picked the Knicks. Nah, come on. In a pick em. And so I'm like, that, that tells me like they're caught up in the whole storyline and the narrative. That and, also uh, tells you about the Hawks. That's why I did. That's one of the reasons why I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. 14 out of 16? 14 out in a pick em series. Come on. Okay. And a lot of the, some, I think some of those people have votes. So, I, I, you know, whatever. I'm trying to put the puzzle together here and I might be reaching, but I don't think I am. <clears throat> I like you on the afternoon show yesterday. My guys in the desert, my two best bets were the Red Sox. I paid a higher price than you did. But that moved like 20 cents late in the morning. I think I had to lay a buck 30, buck 35. I can't remember what the price was when I bet that yesterday afternoon. You, you laid a buck 15. And actually, I missed a, a better number than that. I think the overnight was a dollar nine. Yeah, so did not get the best of the price, but the Red Sox got there. Also bet the Knicks last night minus two. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back with the Heat here, and uh, we're gonna play the obvious angle: the team down 0-2, coming home, and I'm gonna split the unit. Mitch. I'm gonna play yeah. Heat minus one the first quarter, and also plus one for the game. So I'm not gonna play the first half. I'll just go ahead and play the Heat in the first quarter, half unit, and the other half unit on the uh, Heat. Actually, plus one for the game, not minus one, as it says right there, because you can take one point for the game, or you can just take a small uh, plus on the money line, plus 105. Uh, one baseball play for tonight, and that's going to be the – and I don't like to lay a price like this. I just said I laid buck thirty-five with the Red Sox yesterday. I'm going to play the uh, A's here, minus 144. It's, it's a little bit of what we talked about during this show. You and I and Matt Vasquez yep. about Shohei Otani. Uh, maybe wearing down a little bit physically in his fastball velocity, being off about three, four, five mile an hour in his last start. Uh, maybe o- Otani is uh, starting to tire a little bit. And also on the other side, you got Chris Bassett for the A's, who got off to a poor start this season. First couple starts. He has been outstanding yep. since. Bassett in his last seven starts. 3-0, 45 innings pitch, 54 strikeouts, a whip under 1, 0.99. He beat the Angels last week on May 22nd, 7 and 2 thirds. He threw two earned runs, 8 Ks, and one walk. Unbeaten in his last eight starts. And again, you're facing an Angels uh, lineup without Mike Trout. Pujols obviously gone as well. Not that he was a big factor. But I think without Trout, it's a much different lineup. And uh, if you look, if you watch that start early last week, uh, Bassett really controlled the Angels early. All, he walked the batter. He allowed an infield hit. Other than that, uh, Otani was the only guy who could really touch him in that game. So I like the way Bats, Bassett matches up here against uh, the Angels and Otani. But Oakland, you got to pay a little bit, bit of a price here, uh, minus 144. Okay. Who do you have in the uh, golf tournament? By the way, just started moments ago. Yeah, it just teed off in uh, Texas, so hopefully you get your uh, bets in. If not, you can always bet the adjusted uh, numbers sure. after the first round or the second round. Uh, I played as my best bet here, Abraham Answer, and if you look at a lot of the key statistical categories, this guy is uh, uh, right up near the top. He's in great form coming into this. He finished second at Quail Hollow a few weeks ago, top 10 at the PGA. Mitch, he shot a 65 on Sunday. Yeah, he did. At Kiowa Island, South Carolina, the PGA. He tied uh, for 14th in the, this event at the Colonial in Texas last year. So answer at 20-1. to 1. Scotty Scheffler, another top 10 performer at the PGA, 32-1. to 1. Both of those guys looking for a, a breakthrough win on tour. Justin Rose uh, played him at 33-1, to 1, and this guy never does squat when I bet him. <laughs> but I had to take a shot here. He won this tournament in 2018. 
He tied for third last year. He actually was a first-round leader last year. Went out and shot a 63. He was top 10 last week at the PGA very quietly. Oh, sure. Because you rarely saw Justin Rose on the TV coverage last week, but he was top 10. So I uh, took a shot with him. Also, Charlie Hoffman, 40-1, to 1, and Jason Kokrak at 62-1. to 1, And I played Colin Morikawa in a matchup. Okay. Over Daniel Berger at minus 120. Very good. Download the points bet app today. Sign up using the promo code VSIN2K to get two risk free bets up to $2,000. And when you bet with points bet, you get faster bets, withdrawals, and rewards right at your fingertips. Download the points bet app now to experience this premium sportsbook for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Void or prohibited must be 21 plus gambling problem. Call 1 800 Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services. Who does Jonathan Von Tobel like tonight in the NBA? We'll ask him coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Sign up today for the DraftKings Sportsbook. Get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Download the app. Sign up using the promo code VSIN to get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it if you or someone you know has a gambling problem. Crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, that number is 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. V-SIN's very own NBA senior insider, Jonathan Von Tobel, joins the program now. He's filling in for Gil as well later on today in our numbers game following us here on V-SIN. JVT, what's up, man? There's nothing much, guys. I think you got to be pretty excited. The NBA postseason's off to a rip-roaring start. We've had a lot of good games, so I think we're pretty into this, and I think we're getting some trends that are developing. We've learned a lot of lessons, too. I wrote about it this week at Pointsford Weekly about sustainability with some of the statistics you're seeing out there, so it's been a good start. I saw your tweets last night after the Knicks game. How about that defense again, huh? I mean, they, right? So this is, come on, like this is, so one of the things that I've written about a couple of times now, Mitch, about the New York Knicks, and I brought this up to humans before multiple times. If you look at some of the uh, statistics and the tracking data behind the Knicks defensively, one of the things that really sticks out is the rate of wide open looks that they give up, and yet the low shooting percentage of their opponents on their wide open looks, third most wide open looks from beyond the arc this year, and yet opponents only shooting 34% on those attempts. By comparison, the teams around them in terms of giving up that many wide open looks, we're talking about 39%. We're talking about 40%. And again, last night, if you watched the game with your eyes, you saw that the Atlanta Hawks generated, I, th- I counted at least five wide open three-point attempts when the game was in within one possession, and yet they weren't going down. And look, there was a lot of criticism of Trey Young not taking any shots. He was creating, though, so many open looks for his team down the stretch that it was incredible that they weren't hitting them. So I have a season's worth of data that tells me the Knicks are getting pretty lucky. I have my eyes last night that tells you that a good shooting team was not hitting wide open shots and now we're taking this thing back to atlanta you need Derek rose to play essentially like three consecutive quarters you can't really generate offense outside of julius randall and rose like if you're looking at the knicks going on the road now i I can understand i guess being happy with taking that win but i don't know how confident you can feel in new york hitting the road right now to what happened over these last two games like you need your bench to average nearly 60 points a game and you need the hawks to continue to miss wide open looks like I, i have a hawks you know series bet on this so maybe i'm looking at it through Hawks colored glasses, but but I generally think that when you watch what happened through the first two games, now going on the road, like I wouldn't feel insanely confident about the Knicks in this series going forward. Yeah, we were talking about this early in the show. I, I think I'm going to bet the Hawks in the series as this heads back to Atlanta after watching the first two games. I did bet the Knicks last night. That was more about the spot, right? The team down uh, one game at home, and it's a game the Knicks got to get. And I felt fortunate to get it. They were down 15. In fact, in the last minute of the first half, they're down 15. The Hawks got the ball. You feel like that game's on the brink of a blowout. Of course, it's an NBA game, so it doesn't take long to close a gap like that. And the Knicks do it in the second half. And Julius Randle played a horrible first half last night, much better in the second. But here's the key. Down the stretch, you were talking about the, uh, the shooting of the Hawks. They were 0 for 8 and scored one point in the final five minutes of the game. And the Knicks were kind of screwing around. They had three or four Poor possessions on offense, and the Hawks could not capitalize. So a little bit lucky, I think, for for the Knicks to get off the hook and get that win last night. 
Yeah, uh, I would agree 100%. And, you know, it's funny, like, we're, we're so hyperbolic when it comes to our analysis of this sport. The most improved player of the year was getting benched by social media last night through the first two quarters of that game, mm-hmm. when in reality, that team really has no offense if Julius Randle's not going. You know, he calmed down. He had a much better second half, to your point, humans. But they're so reliant on two guys, maybe three if Bullock's, you know, off to a really good start shooting or R.J. Barrett has a decent game. But, you know, it's a 24th-ranked offense in the league now going on the road against an Atlanta team that's within the top half, both offensively and defensively since Nate McMillan's taken over. I think it's just a really tough series now for this New York Knicks uh, team to kind of go forward. But I thought it was a six-game series, right? So it wouldn't be surprising to see the Atlanta Hawks take both of these, go back to the Garden, lose one, and then wrap it up back home. Sure. Are you with Matt and me tonight on this uh, Heat game? I know this is a great narrative going back throughout last year because of the bubble, obviously. But if you go back to, like, I think 2017, 18, 19, in that range anyway, when a team was down 0-2 going back home, they were an awesome bet first quarter, first half, and... You know, as Matt, Matt's been pointing out throughout the show, you know, b- bookmakers know about this. They've adjusted. Like, I'm, I'm seeing the Bucks now one and a half for the game at some spots, yet the Heat are minus one first quarter, minus one for the first half. But I, I'm betting it. I like them tonight. 17,000 fans going nuts, you know, in Miami as, as they can go nuts or whatever as far as they can go in that spot. But do you like them as well? Yeah, you know, I, I think generally I would say yes. You know, I talked to Drew Dinsick the uh, the other day on a numbers game about this, Mitch, where it was like, okay, you know, I, I think we're still in this realm where we don't really know how much home court is worth at this point now that we're getting more fans into the building, right? It's clearly being factored in. You look at this Portland game later today, you know, Portland was a one-point dog on the road against Denver. Now Denver's a four-point underdog on the road against the Trailblazers. So there is a factor in terms of home court that's being accounted for by odds makers. And, of course, you know the trend. And you've mentioned the fact that these numbers first half, first quarter are pretty baked in. You saw the Clippers the other day, right, have a very big first half number delay despite the fact that they were laying seven for the game and so it's in there i think if all the teams right out of everything we're talking about here the heat kind of fall into that category one you would feel confident in doing it right they have the coaching edge over mike budenholzer regardless of what's happened in the first two games you have a team that has been there before in terms of the playoff experience coming back home and they're a very strong home team right we've seen it over the last two seasons so i would say yes like if you're i would i think i'd be more comfortable going first quarter than anything else other than first half you know i think there is a gap between these two teams that is larger than i expected and i thought the bucks were going to win this series in six and i think we saw that over the first two games you know the thing that has worried me about miami is if you go over the second half of the series season guys and actually over the course of the whole season the rim defense has not been good we're talking about a bottom half of the limb re, uh, league rim defense we're talking about the last 16 to 17 games of the regular season being dead last in rim defense and the bucks shooting well over 75 percent within four feet of the basket in the first two games they haven't had any answer for that and so i want a shorter sample size if i'm going something like this with this angle mm-hmm. so i feel more comfortable going first quarter as opposed to first half because that just gives the bucks more opportunities to kind of get back in this thing but i would generally believe that yes like out of all these teams they're going to be facing a scenario like this i'd be more comfortable kind of eating the price that you're being you're seeing baked into this number with miami than anything else yeah it's not much of a price to eat either when you're talking about and that's the way i played it on the best bets uh, jvt and the way i'm going to bet mm-hmm. the game here uh, this morning is um miami minus one in the first quarter you, you typically see the teams come out and play a team that's down 0-2 play with a great sense of urgency in the first quarter right you get that initial rush and it's always the opposing coach telling his team, hey, we, we have to withstand their charge yeah. in the first quarter and then uh, stay in the game. And that's what the, the Bucks are going to expect the Heat to come out with a great effort in the first quarter. So I'm going to play Miami minus one first quarter for a half unit and then the other half on the Heat plus one for the game. But what about Jimmy Butler? What have you seen from him uh, so far in this series? 13.5 points a game, 25% from the field. Why has Butler been that bad, and what's he got to do to be better? 
I think we actually saw a little bit of an adjustment here from Bud overall from last series to this series, humans, where Giannis Antetokounmpo has taken up a lot of the defensive possessions against Jimmy Butler, and that is a very tough assignment. And look, Jimmy had a little bit of success, right? We know at the end of game one where he gets that runner to force overtime over Giannis Antetokounmpo, but I think for the most part, the big change here has been Giannis has said, you know, Mike Budenholzer and Giannis have said, screw it. Jimmy has been the guy that has beaten us. He's been getting to the free throw line. If We know how. If the Heat go, Jimmy goes. Let's put our best defense on him, a defensive player of the year, and let's see what happens. And sure enough, Giannis has been, I think, doing a really good job against him. So I think that's kind of been the big difference. And the tough part about that is Jimmy Butler's not a guy that, you know, we have this adjustment in the Portland series, right, where Aaron Gordon is defending Damian Lillard in the third quarter, the fourth quarter of their last game. You can adjust off of that because you can move Damian Lillard off the ball. You can get him running. You can get Aaron Gordon trailing and get him open looks that way. Butler's not that kind of a player. He needs the ball in his hands. He needs to be able to generate free throws. And with a guy like Giannis on him, that's a really tough ask. So I think that's kind of the adjustment and the change we've seen. Butler has been a little poor in terms of his play, but I think Giannis has a lot to do with it. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's very own NBA senior insider uh, and analyst, Jonathan Montalbo, our guest right now. Follow him on Twitter. He's at MeJVT. So we have a couple of minutes left here and two games to get to yet. So do you like anything tonight in the uh, West Coast spots? The Lakers lane seven at home. The total is around 210 against the Suns or Portland as they go back home for game three, lane four against the Nuggets tonight. So my initial thought, and I'm involved in the series, so there's always a little trepidation on my part, Mitch, because I have a series plus price here on Denver. I bet it before the series started at plus 112. But I generally like what we saw from Denver through the first two games. You know, in terms of my piece kind of carrying through what I wrote about in Points Per Week this week, in terms of like betting on sustainable trends, right? And one of the things that the Denver Nuggets have done through the first two games that is very sustainable, and one of the things that got me on them in terms of the series was – Portland is very weak on the interior. Portland gives up a lot of shots within four feet of the basket. Portland doesn't have an answer for this front court in terms of what they can do offensively. And through the first two games, despite the fact that Portland has the third best offensive rating in the league in the postseason, they have a negative four net rating because of how bad their defense has been. They have no answer for the interior presence of Nikola Jokic, of Aaron Gordon, of Michael Porter Jr. They can't really turn these guys away. And, and the thing that has been really good for them, especially in the second, in their I mean, the game one of their game two of this series. Monte Morris looked a lot healthier, right? Attacking off the bounce, getting a lot of those mismatches, being able to finish within four feet of the basket. And if Monte Morris is now going to get into this party of being able to beat guys off the bounce, you have another presence within four feet of the basket that's going to be a problem for Portland. That's sustainable, right? You know, Portland shooting 50%, it's potentially sustainable, right, from beyond the arc because four games, seven games is not still the largest sample size, but they still have no presence offensively or defensively within four feet of the basket. So I think four seems relatively high. You're given, again, the question of how how much home court is worth and the fact that this Portland's Denver team remember in game one they actually led by nine in the third quarter before the Portland Trailblazers got pretty hot so four generally seems a little high I know the market went for three and a half to four but if it continues to climb I'll find myself on Denver okay what's your best bet for tonight uh, I think that would be it. So far, That's I got it. nothing in terms okay. of that. Yeah, like I, generally with these series, I'll take kind of a step back unless there's a really good spot. You know, the other day was on Milwaukee in game two, sure. Denver as well, because there were some really good spots. But if I'm involved in a series like last night, I have the Atlanta Hawks. I just kind of sit back and watch and see what's going to happen. Very good. You're following us here on VEASAN today on a numbers game. What do you have coming up? Uh, we got a really good show. I think we're going to have, have a lot of hockey coverage. Andy McDeal, Adam Hill, to get the perspective of the Vegas Golden Knights. Obviously, we have a Game 7 coming up for them. Uh, we have Paul Sporer coming on, talk about Major League Baseball. Andy Bailey from Bleacher Report, get good NBA analysis from him as well. And then Wes Reynolds will be with us for a couple minutes, get Colonial perspective. And I guess, shockingly enough, he's going to the Indy 500. So we can get a little <laughs> thoughts on that, too. Yeah. All right, pal. Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks for having we- me, guys. Wes is going on vacation for the first time in a long time. 
He said, I just want to get it. I just want to go anywhere, anywhere. So <laughs> go anywhere in the world. Where's he going to go? Indiana. For the Let's Indy 500. Back to Indiana for the Indy 500. Yeah, I like That's it. Okay. It's a good move. That's heaven for him. Up next, here we go. Yep. Details, baby. On Circa Millions 3 and Circa Survivor, Derek Stevens, Mike Palman Studio for the next hour. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.